arrive soon. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Good morning. We're back into our first class uh, set up here on this uh, parked airplane. And uh, I want to uh, let you know that uh, we're studying an area that is not only uh, <clears throat> for the spiritually matured, but is also applicable to those who are engaged already in personal ministry. I don't think that this teaching here is going to help you that don't come to church. It's not an evangelistic teaching. It's not a teaching to be used in Sunday school uh, to people who can't find the book of Matthew. Uh, these, these studies on the first class airplane here set up uh, is primarily to those that are engaged in personal ministry. Those who teach to disciple, those who pray for people with uh, serious illnesses, that type of thing. And so the title of these studies on the airplane first class is The Gifts of the Holy Spirit in the Ministry of Jesus. We're trying to, to deal with this topic. And those of you who've been with me for a long time will really take advantage of this and be able to understand it and be able to comprehend it. And by the way, I just want you to tell, tell you that uh, we are having rekindled the Flame Conference in, uh, in Marietta, Georgia at Mutt Bethel Church. And uh, you can go into the website and register, lotterain.com, and uh, there's hotels available, and we're looking forward to see you there. It's uh, July 12th. 13th, 14th, and 15th, July of 2023. In a couple more months, we're going to be in Atlanta with this conference. And the speakers are all engaged already, traveling. They're going to be with us. Okay. Jesus referred to great faith. And I want to deal with the gift of faith, special faith. Remember, uh, uh, we dealt with the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits. Faith here means special, beyond and above. And so Jesus recognized in Matthew 8, 8 to 13, the centurion and his, his servants. Verily I say unto you, I have not found a greater faith in all Israel. He said that to the centurion that had a hundred soldiers under him. Uh, the same thing happened in Matthew fifteen twenty eight, as he as he as Jesus meets the Canaanite woman in Tyre in Sidon, and uh, there's a, a, a an argument, not an argument, but a a discussion, and uh, Jesus said, "Oh woman, great is your faith." And, of course, from verse 28, Jesus says, Bid unto you, even as you will. Her daughter was made whole that from the very moment. There was a 
a demonic uh, activity of a demon in the life of this young lady. So this special faith appears in situations that the need is overwhelming. You're not going to find special faith anywhere in the Bible. Only when Jesus is deeply, deeply involved, and of course in the life of the disciples. But unto Jesus, the special faith operates where the need is greater than the common times. As the multitudes approached, Jesus' faith is in Him activates more power. Let's go to Matthew 15, 29, 31. This is an interesting scripture. Uh, and what I'm telling you is that special faith activates when the need is overwhelming. Uh, a husband invited me to come to a hospital. And I went. And we're supposed to pull the, the plug on the tubes and take her out. The, uh, the uh, help of breathing and also feeding tubes. And, and before that we prayed. It was the last moment of this woman's life. And from that moment on she got well. And a lot of people were praying for her. And so beyond special faith occurs when you are in the last leg of the situation. There's nothing more we can do. We're just totally, completely surrender this life to God for burial. And the Lord comes in and, and heals. So, look at uh, Matthew fifteen twenty nine. I want to read this. Uh, Matthew 15, chapter 29, I think is. Jesus left there and went along the Sea of Galilee. He went up to a mountainside and sat down. Now, what's happened next is just amazing. Great crowds came to him, bringing the lame, the blind, and laid them at his feet, and he healed them all. The mute, the crippled, the blind, they all came to Jesus. People were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the cripple made well, the lame walking, the blind seeing, and they praised God of Israel. Jesus called his disciples and said, I have compassion on these people. They have already been with, with me three days. Been with me three days. So three days of personal ministry. That's when it activates special faith. Special faith in our personal life activates when we begin to have a series of services. The first service lasts two hours. The second, three. The fourth, five. Before too long, we're, we're having prayer and ministry to the congregation. Six hours of altar call and altar ministry. And the people are coming forward and nobody wants to go home. That's special faith. It changes the environment. So Jesus called the disciples and said, I have compassion on them. For these people, they have already been with me three days. That's the feeding of the 4,000 here. But notice that, that three days of intense ministry to all kinds of illness and 
sickness, hundreds and literally thousands of people around Jesus, and all of them were healed. That involves faith. That's what I'm talking about. Faith seems to be overwhelming in your life. Now, if it happens in the life of Jesus, which is our prospect today, we're looking at the ministry of Jesus and the application of the gift of faith, special faith beyond and above. Uh, but does it happen in our personal lives? Is that something that occurs to us? Well, you know, uh, I remember. I remember when uh, uh, I was supposed to buy a house. And uh, I went to the bank. I had three children. And Mr. Harold from Athens first, Athens, Georgia, said to me, you don't have any collateral, Mr. Bumfim. And I said, well, the rule and the, the, the order here is that uh, you present that to the banking committee and let them send me a letter saying they reject me. But you can't reject me directly. I read the paperwork and I, I, I demanded that he'll give me give me a... Uh, 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 so he said, I'll be glad to do it, but then this is tomorrow morning. Come and get your letter. Meanwhile, between 10 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday to about Thursday at 3 o'clock, I got a call from a nursing home, a funeral home in Athens, Georgia. And uh, I went there. And the lady and the man said to me, $25 and sing a song. And there's a man down here that's morning along with a child. Well, <laughs> I, I sung the Lord's Prayer. He asked me to sing second time. Asked me to sing again third time. I sang the Lord's Prayer three times. Our Father, who art in heaven. And I was just ramming that guitar. I left and shook the hand of the old man, left and went home. On Thursday afternoon at 3 o'clock, I got a call from the bank. And I went to the bank, and Mr. Harris said, I don't know what happened. I have no idea, but you've been approved. And I turned the paper upside down, and it was Mr. Griffith. I don't know if you live in Athens, Georgia, and know who Mr. Griffith is from Athens First, downtown Athens, Georgia. He said to me, he wrote, Give this young man a loan of $42,000 to buy the house at 150, 152 Spalding Court, University Heights. Give him on his voice. And of course, I got the loan. Now, let me ask you this. What actually happened in terms of special faith? I simply knew that as I got an invitation to sing, that something's going on. Because an invitation to get $25, which is the groceries, for a whole week, was an amazing gift to me. At that particular time in my life, I needed $25 to buy food for three young children, Rick and, and Sammy and Sandy. They were in high school, in elementary high school, and, and I didn't have any money to buy tennis shoes for them. And I got a house loan. Now think about that. Something supernaturally began to happen from Wednesday, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, to Thursday at 3 o'clock, where the Lord moved mountains, found a funeral home, called me there, sung a song. The man who happened to be there was the president of the Athens First Bank. 
And he gave the loan based on, on my voice that I sung at the funeral home. And one, two, three, four, five, and beg, beg, beg. The same thing. You see, when Jairus was approached, By Jesus, Jesus, when Jairus approached Jesus, he said, My daughter, go ahead, let's take a look at this, Matthew chapter 9. Let's take a look at this. Open your Bible, Matthew chapter 9. Wake up now, wake up. We're in Bible study here. Don't go to sleep on me. Come on, open your Bible, Matthew chapter 9, verse 18. Matthew chapter 9, verse 18. While he was saying this thing, a ruler came and knelt before him and said, My daughter, has just died. Now, but come and put your hand on her, and she will live. That's faith. Jesus got up and went with him, and so his disciples. As Jesus approached the house, he clears the house completely from the from those that were there, especially fruit players and noisy crowds, and he cleared the whole family. And he said, Go away. The girl is not dead, but asleep. He went in, took the girl by the hand, and, and she got up. He went in. Special faith was activated. When Jesus met Jairus, faith began to move within his being. He began to get excited. He began to get blessed of God. He begins to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. He began to see a little girl coming out of death by the command of pulling her hands out of the bed and get her up. He went in. He went in. He went in. Special faith beyond and above. There's a surge, a movement, a time. Now, I hope that you are getting the idea here that special faith comes in in the life of Jesus with a crowd of Several thousand people and all of them being healed. Imagine, imagine the Lord touching, healing, moving around the crowd with the disciples for three days and three nights. Who can do something like only the Lord? But how did He do it? A special faith beyond and above. Special faith beyond and above. One of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Special faith beyond and above. Special faith beyond and above. Special faith beyond and above. Now, I want to show you another example of this, and this is an interesting example. Uh, it's in Mark chapter 10, so let's go to Mark chapter 10. Amen? Mark chapter 10. And of course, verse uh, 46. Mark chapter 10. Verse, and they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, there I go again, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. So now, look at the situation. Jesus in an entourage of people, a lot of people with him, a great crowd again. And out of nowhere, a blind man is begging. Totally disconnected from what, from the movement that Jesus is about to do, coming out of Jericho, going going to Jerusalem through Bethany. Uh, we're we're at Mark chapter ten, amen. 
verse uh, 46, is that it? When he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout. When he heard it, it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout. So I want you to see now, he was a blind man. He didn't see the crowd. He didn't see Jesus. He didn't see the hundreds and thousands of people passing by. I mean, you're talking about if he's a thousand, it takes, it takes a long time to finally get to Jesus. There were some in front of Jesus, some behind Jesus. And, and so this, this, this blind man just kept on yelling and kept on screaming, Jesus, son of David. Have mercy on me. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. Well, I, I know what that feels like. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Now, faith is, faith is, is, is cooking. You know, when you put uh, water into a pot and you bring it to a boil, in the first three or four minutes, you don't see nothing. But after a while, that hot water begins to steam it. You can hear the pot making sounds. Before too long, you're talking about... Uh, uh, you're talking about uh, water spitting everywhere. And you got to lower the temperature because if not, you're going to lose all your water... And 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 uh, so that's what faith looks like. That's what this is what faith feels like. It. This is what faith does like it. It stirs inside of you. And I'm sure that uh, many rebuked him, and he shouted all the more, "Son of David, have mercy on me." Now Jesus stopped because he discerned in the in the. In the mind and the heart of Bartimaeus, in his voice, his faith. Voice communicated faith. Now, Jesus will not be doing any healing outside of the Holy Spirit. Most of the examples that I'm sharing with you today has to do with he had compassion on them. He had compassion on them. It's all over the teaching today. He had compassion on them. When compassion comes in the picture, there's an amount of powerful faith being built up in the heart of Jesus. Because he is moved by the Holy Spirit to do healing. And so, Jesus heard the blind man's faith. And it begins to make a change. Let's go to... uh, Let's go to, of course, Bartimaeus was healed completely, if you follow the Scriptures. So they call him blind man, cheer up on your feet. He's calling you, throwing his cloak aside. He jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. In other words, <laughs> you don't have to ask this man twice to get there. When he heard, is his chance, he just... Now, I don't know how he got to Jesus, because he's blind. How do, you, how do you find Jesus in the crowd? Well, he could find it. At that particular moment, the faith of Jesus is stirring up to the brim. There is cooking pot going on, the smoke and the ascent of the Holy Spirit into the heavenly realms. His, heart, his hand, his heart is palpitating. Jesus is 
looking for that man where he is because he felt the presence of God in the life of that man. Hallelujah. And I tell you, you, you need to do that. When you reach to Jesus in that sense, you're going to be blessed by just doing exactly just that. What do you want me to do for you? In other words, I want to make sure that we are on the same page. The blind man says, Rabbi, I want to see. And Jesus says, go, meaning go, it's done. Go, it's done. The same thing with a, with a girl from, from uh, John, John, John 4 uh, at, at the well, uh, the, the Jacob's well. Go, go. Your faith has healed you. Now, let's take a look at another example. And I think this is a very good example. It's in, uh, it's in Luke chapter 7, verse 11. And uh, it's one that I use a lot in teaching in this area. Amen. Uh, Luke chapter 7, verse 11. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain. And his disciples in a large crowd went along with him. Now, as you begin to study the ministry of Jesus, a large crowd is everywhere. And I'm not saying a thousand, I'm saying two or three thousand, four thousand. He fed five thousand. So when you stay three days in the, in, in, the, in, the, in the trenches, praying for people three days and three nights, just like Jesus finished up, and you're going to feed 5,000 to end up 10,000. So when the, when the Bible says a large crowd, you, you can tell it's 5,000. 5, now think about that. What does 5,000 look like? It's a lot of people. It's people that uh, have been blessed. If I, if I was a blind man and Jesus give me sight, I'd follow him all the way to Jerusalem and I don't care what happened. That was the biggest thing that ever happened in my life. I can see and of course, it, 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 it happened to Bartimaeus. And so, uh, and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out. Every time there is a miracle of resurrection, the dead seems to come in priority. He is the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. So this is a desperate situation. And a large crowd from town was with her. So, 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 yeah, I stopped in, in Naim sometime. I took, told the bus driver, drive that way up there until you can't drive anymore. And we climbed and we found a little chapel to where they celebrated the miracle in Naim. And of course, you know, there's an inclination of a mountain. It's like you're going to the foot of the mountain and the bus had to stop and make a curve because there's no way to go further into the mountain. I remember that. There was about 25 people on that mission trip to, uh, to Israel. And so, you have two crowds. When the Lord saw her, His heart went out to her and said, Don't you cry. Now, what do you mean by that? Compassion. Compassion. When compassion comes in, and, and Jesus says to the woman, don't you cry, my friend, don't you cry. The dead is already breathing. Jesus says to the blind Bartimaeus, your faith has healed you. This woman is mourning the death of her son. 
And so Jesus personalizes this miracle by saying, I say to you, I say to you. Look at this. Uh, let's go to a, when the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her and she said, don't you cry. And he went up and touched the coffin and those carriers stood still. Young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up, began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. They're filled with awe, and praise God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. God has come to help his people. This news about Jesus went throughout Judea and the surrounding countries. And so, the need... Let me just just shorten here so you can get the lesson today. Greater need, greater faith. More, greater need, amounts a crowd, thousands of people, more faith, more special faith. Everywhere in the Bible where you see Jesus in the crowd, praying for people, laying hands on thousands and literally thousands. In this example today we saw that it was three days and three nights preaching and ministering and laying hands on people. Something has to come extra into the ministry of Jesus. Special faith, beyond and above. And uh, what a wonderful thing. What a wonderful thing to share with you today. Are you in need today of something special? Are you in need of uh, a healing? So I say, Susan, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I speak to you, and I speak to this illness, and I curse it to the, to, to, to the pits of hell. You have no right illness, sickness, cancer, to come in to disrupt the life of this woman of God. And by the power of the Holy Spirit of God, I stand this morning with four minutes to preach into this website. And I say in the name of Jesus, blindness, heal, heal, be healed. Cancer, be defeated. Uh, uh, Arthritis, be healed in the name of Jesus. Problems with your vision, be healed in the name of Jesus. Problems with the column back and back pain. and, and I, I ask you, God, to heal this back problem in the name of Jesus. This man that's blind and he needs to have a surgery in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I come against all kinds of uh, breast cancer in the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Spirit of God. I come against heart problems in the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Spirit of God. I come against it in the name of Jesus. I speak against all kinds of lung problems, cancer, heart conditions, all palpitation, all kinds of problems in the chest area, liver, the kidneys, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit of God, in the name of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the Son of the Almighty God, I reprimand sickness, disease, by the power of God, in the name of Jesus, I speak against Fights in the house. I take authority over, over, over this demon that says you're not a man, you're a woman. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit of God, I come against Satan. You have no right to confuse this boy. You have no right to confuse this woman of who she is and this young man and this young lady. Tormenting your mind. I come against you, Satan. You have no right. And by the power of the Holy Spirit of God, I come against this type of uh, accusation of the devil to confuse the young people. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, God, that you make this election coming up in, in November of 2024. That you come, God, 
and inject faith and ability to to do the right thing upon the government, that no weapon formed against the United States of America prosper in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Rosa de Charol